Michelle. That's me. Okay. How you doing? Great, great. So now we're now in uh, episode nine of A Piece of My Mind. And <clears throat> this episode is entitled um, Funny Dad, Not So Funny Dad. Yeah, I remember you were telling me that. Sounds sounds awesome, man. Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. And um, the the actual the, the idea and the the title for this um, podcast was was inspired by a book that was written uh, many many years ago by um, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, who's a, he's a Japanese billionaire. Okay. And um, the whole concept was that um, he had two fathers, one who gave him bad advice okay. about what to do with his life, and one who was um, a very, very successful um, businessman. He had a lot of money, so he made a lot of money. He was Chinese, and he um, oh, okay. taught, taught him a lot about uh, money and how to, how to be a successful uh, business entrepreneur. So okay. I took it like... Uh, because um, for the listening audience, just to give some background, um, I want to preface this by saying, um, um, Shell and I were very, always very, very close. And when we were teenagers, I I, um, I spent a lot of time over his house, and we spent a lot of time over each other's houses. And uh, and in fact, um, I spent so much time at Sheldon's house, his, his mother was probably wondering if uh, I was going to ask to move in. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, his father, um, his father was great. I mean, his family um, uh, was uh, very nice to me, and and his, and his like parents, his parents, um, and brother and sister um, accepted me as part of the family because we were so close, kept me part of the family, treated me very well. And um, his father treated me like um, <clears throat> um, like I was, um, you know, Sheldon's uh, brother. <laughs> um, and um, affectionately called me, uh, I, I got the name Shivers, <laughs> which um, was um, sort of... Uh, uh, the name sort of rubbed off on me in a way when we, from from all those uh, all those times playing playing hockey. Playing, yeah, uh, we, we the, were playing uh, tabletop. Well, not tabletop, but you know those that uh, which we called. Yeah, I guess I guess it's like the tabletop hockey or something. I don't remember what it is. Yeah, and I table, used to do the play-by-play. So the thing was like, and Shiver like, makes the save. Yeah, yeah, that's like, how we. Father loved that. Father ate that up. So somehow, somehow the name got stuck to me for many, many years to follow. So uh, yeah. So as I grew up, basically um, in in two in two different family situations, with um, the influence of two fathers. So Sheldon's father was um, very, very funny and an amazing sense of humor. And uh, my father was funny, but I was saying not so funny. He was more he was more serious, more serious than what he was funny. He didn't have the same shtick, the same material. Um, but mind you, he did. My father did have a sense of humor. You know, he tried making jokes, but he would 
he was he was a lot of time he was serious and uptight um and not not like not like Sheldon's father was uh, <laughs> like had a lot of shtick and had a lot of jokes and uh, always joking around and um uh with a lot of uh Jewish idioms mm, yeah <laughs> i remember that <laughs> so um uh, you know my father my parents never taught me any yiddish i mean they spoke Yiddish when they didn't want me to understand what they were saying up until I was 12 years old then they, they stopped they just stopped all of a sudden they just stopped but it was always so that when they didn't want me to know what they were saying I kind of knew what they were saying but didn't want to then they thought they were like masking what they were saying by like speaking in Yiddish and a lot of that Yiddish came from uh, what uh, Sheldon got from his father and he <laughs> so a lot of these words and expressions um kind of um grew on me <laughs> yeah. um yeah no there was some very um it had some very fun expressions and some there was some very um like yet the way of uh names like names labels the way he he, he characterized people you know make make uh, comments you know you know like um oh yeah there's one expression I remember that he used very often one of one of his very common expressions was uh oh you're suffering from clean underwear mm-hmm. <laughs> well that's exactly where I got it from yeah <laughs> <laughs> And I still use those expressions to this very day. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this is, <laughs> and uh, you know, um, I, I go over one time. Sheldon was um, he should have been as a teenager should have been captain of the sleeping team because I go over at one thirty in, in the afternoon. He was still in bed. His father would, would go would. Trans, um, stomp in his room. Say, Sheldon, wake up already! You sleep away the whole day. He says, you know, you know, I wake up or you know, and they threaten to uh, throw him through his bedroom window. You know, so you see, you know, it's like you see that window. You're gonna go head first straight through that window. You know, it was, it that, was like that's my dad. That was my dad. My dad never liked me sleeping in late, no matter, even if it was on a weekend. My dad never liked me sleeping in. Yeah. There's only one time, Jeff, that my dad would allow me to sleep in, as if I ever did an all-night shift somewhere. If I ever worked at the radio station, and so obviously he would let me sleep in. But it was if it was if I was going to bed or if I was working normal hours and I would go to sleep. I would go to sleep at night. Uh, I would be expected to wake up before noon. Yeah. And I mm. think I was the latest person I knew that would sleep in. Everybody else I knew would get up. Well, you were you slept in pretty late as well, but I know I I used to sleep in very late. I, I not that I'm saying that this is a competition between the two of us, but that's exactly what that's exactly what I did. And the thing was, you know, what you were saying. 
you were you well i still consider i consider you a brother i mean i've known i've known you jeff for over 50 years um and uh, we went to camp together when we were five six seven years of age went to camp hiawatha and we also went across you know there was a this this tremendous trust that we had in each other plus also our parents trusted each other because we went across the states and we went across canada and um and i remember i wasn't sure you know at the time um if if you were if we were going to go away to the united states never mind canada and i wasn't sure if your parents uh your parents were were going to go along and when they did it was a tremendous time we had a great time we really did a lot of traveling across the states mexico and to nasa and bahamas and we had always this close this camaraderie that was like really second to none i really don't know anybody who's had long relationships like us and my father my parents were as as sociable and outgoing and really extroverted like my dad is and as funny as he is he was also a very private person because there was very few people of my friends that were allowed to go to our country house never mind even coming into the city house and i grew i grew up in the same suburb as you did uh you know i was born and brought up in the same suburb as you were and i you know we had a country house and we used to go up and that was really our home away from home it was really to get away with a lot of the stress for either my dad myself you know anybody in my family and that was the go-to place we would go all year round we would go there for the christmas holidays sometimes we go we well we go to the wave christmas holidays a lot we go away during our march break whatever the case is whatever the school in the summer because it was a year-round place and then i remember that we would go up together and uh and we would just have a blast we would absolutely have a blast it was mostly in the summer because in the winter one thing you did not do was go downhill skiing and i used to go downhill skiing a lot in the winter time but in the summer used to come down we we used to go away and uh, we used to have like just phenomenal weekends and and we would have this closeness with my parents uh, and i could see how well you just really uh, you loved my dad's sense of humor you loved my dad's sense of humor humor and then i remember when we went away across the states we met the night before our parents i think met the night before i think we went out for dinner and we basically or or the week before i don't remember what the uh what the the only thing i remember about that was um on the day that we met the tour actually in montreal that's right they came in came in from new york city that's right yeah her hotel so we, we found it kind of ironic that we'd be spending a night in a room in a hotel in our own city, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Windsor Hotel, which yeah. is no longer in existence now. Yeah. And we uh, we went... Train station, it used to be a long room. Yeah, exactly. Windsor Station, that's that right. And we stayed... Old, old, old uh, train station. Yeah, it was a great... It was, it was yeah. really an interesting yeah. night to spend. And then the next day we went to Toronto. I mean, yeah, I mean... Uh, we were really looking forward to going to the city of Toronto. Never mind staying in our own city in Montreal, but we really just once even even when we were staying in Montreal, we still we, you know we, I still felt at that time we were on holidays because as the yeah. trip was coming into Montreal, I yeah. still felt because I still felt I was away from everything. Uh, you know we were looking forward to a great adventure. We we're looking forward to traveling to the next des- destination and so on and so forth. And we really had a wonderful wonderful time. Plus another thing too. 
We also went away together for Christmas. We went away to Florida. Yeah, yeah. Your so we did was, a lot. Your father was always very good humor. I remember that particular day. He was, he was like very, very、uh, friendly and outgoing and good humor towards my father, and my parents, and you know, and I think our like our mothers used to go to the same、uh, hair salon. In fact. <laughs>、uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And、um, when my father was was more like serious and straight shooting,、um, Sheldon's father was、um, like very like very open and friendly, very good humored and more and more extroverted.、Um, but my father was he was he was he was quiet with other outside of the family. He was he was he was more quiet and soft spoken with other people outside of his family. So. I remember one thing about your dad. He had this golden smile. Like I, I would remember, I, I'd go to your place、yeah. where you used to、yeah. live in town,、mm-hmm. and we, he would always have a gold smile. And he, he and his,、uh, your, your late parents would sit one, one, one on one side, one on the other, and I would say hello to them, and I would say hello to other members of your family as well. And I also felt like, as you felt like that, you were part of. My family, I felt that was a part of yours、yeah. because at one point、yeah. I went up to、uh, your parents had a place in Vermont. You, you, you had a country place in Vermont, and I and I went up. We, we went the up、house. there a couple of times. We rented sorry that house. We rented it was a house in Swanton, so, Vermont, which we yeah, which we rented.、Um, and uh, some uh, friends of、uh, my parents, the Besners,、uh, owned the house just like. Um, right,、uh, we're neighbors. Right, like almost back from next door on the same on the same、mm-hmm. lake. So, yeah. yeah. So we 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 had a we just had a wonderful time. It was a always、yeah. a great time. No matter if I was with your family or you were with mine. Sometimes、uh, I you know you you、uh, you would be invited for supper over over at my parents' place, our place, and then、uh, sometimes I would、uh, I would go over to your place for dinner. And it was just a very—it was really like it was. First of all, the the tremendous admiration and respect we had for what, one another, and still do. When we went to camp, we were always, we were practically always together. We were always from camp, and then one time I was playing baseball near where you used to live. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, because we would go to camp, but then at one point when we would go into the city, we wouldn't see each other until one time I was playing baseball right near where, right next to practically where you lived, and then we just continued a friendship that we continued after camp, and it was just an extraordinary friendship. Yeah. And my mother still asks me to this very day. Unfortunately, my, my father passed on, and he passed away December first of twenty seventeen. Yeah, but、uh, but he was really、um, uh, he was re- sorry 2016. Pardon me. But no, I, 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 no, no, was, no, 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 2014. Oh, 2014. What am I thinking? Okay, 20,、yeah. so the so I remember my mother still asked me to this very day if you and I talk to each other, and I said yes, of course we do. Yeah, yeah. And、um, yeah. and we've gotten on other podcasts before uh, when. Uh, A、uh, mutual friend of ours,、uh, C.K. or Kelly,、uh, did a podcast, so we went on as well. But we always had this tremendous relationship. Our parents always got along very, very well.
and it was it just really it was a, just a tremendous I remember what the day that you went to 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 um to Arizona and oh my god did I you know I really felt like a part of me split because you were going you were going to Tucson and I was staying in in Montreal yeah. and then mm-hmm. and uh but the, just the tremendous memories that we have we still continue to have our parents had yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was close to your brothers. Uh, I was close to your one of your. Late, I was close to your late brother Mel. Yeah. Uh, I was close to Judy. Obviously, you and I were very, very close, and uh, yeah. Yeah. it was really, it was really just an amazing, uh, just an amazing time. And uh, if my father's the type of person, if he really didn't like you, he wouldn't joke around. He wouldn't kibitz around. That's the type of person yeah. he was. Yeah. It, it, yeah. When it yeah. would come time for my dad to be serious, he would he would be yeah. very very serious. Oh, but it'd be time for him. Yeah, yeah. The times driving back from the country was it was so every time was so funny. We drive back and it was like bumper to bumper traffic, and your father was like nuts. <laughs> was, you know, look, look at all the. You, you can always tell the pepper with the. There's the schnell balls hanging down and the dice hanging down. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the that. Mirrors, the mirrors, the schnell balls and the, yeah. And the, oh yeah, some of the stuff yeah. that came and, out of him was amazing. And the, is it, now look, is it give a kick, give a kick. They're all going on the on the shoulder now, you know. <laughs> well, it got to the point that my my dad was not the most patient person driving. Number one, number two. Also, my dad was a fast driver. Yeah. My dad was not a you know I mean I'm not saying my father was a maniac far from it he was uh he was a very 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 safe driver but he you know let's put it this way if there'd be traffic things or uh, traffic problems whatever my father would make a running joke out of it like he would say about the schnell balls and give a kick what's going on with the cleaner and all this and all this other Yiddish stuff that he would say it because he would try to make us laugh in the car and just try to because when we would laugh he would actually laugh my mum would laugh you yeah, know so we, yeah. we would we would get this uh you know it would <clears throat> take the it would take the tension off yeah but at the same time my father would not be happy because of the traffic but he would do jokes to make us all laugh so we wind up laughing and he would wind up laughing because we would be laughing yeah Yeah, I remember going over to your house, and father would see me right away. He says, "Oh, there's the man with the drum." <laughs> yeah, the kid with the drum. The... He, he would say, "The kid with the drum." That was the... that was his expression. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeff's yeah. the kid with the drum. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he would say Cheevers and everything, and you and I would play that. Uh, that uh that yeah. hockey game whatever because i used to like to play that as well and i you and i used to play play that and we would um and we would and we would do that and sometimes my dad and i would play chess and uh or play checkers and he taught me he was a really good checker player and he would he would um he would teach me checkers and uh, i wound up beating him a couple of times and he would yeah. say oh my god yeah. Yeah. who writes your material i said dad you taught me And if I would try to uh, put a joke, he would say, "Who writes your material?" And that was like there was a lot of expressions I still use today, and especially the Yiddish expressions. You, it's some of them you can't even translate to English because you, it just doesn't yeah. translate. But it's yeah. just the way the yeah. expressions done, and the way my dad would make a face or the expression of it. That's what made him so funny. That's what made him really, really, really shine. He would even do some Yiddish expressions to some of his non-Jewish customers. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. He would go and he would joke around. He would kibitz around because he used to be in the sporting goods uh, business. So that when you're a salesperson, you really have to have a tremendous amount of personality. You really have to have, you know, you really want to get yeah. besides them buying your product, you want to make them like feel that they belong. So my dad would joke around a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. when my dad had time to be serious, he did, but we would always joke around a lot with his clients and they loved him. And uh, he would joke around and say even Yiddish expressions and and my my dad would like, uh, you know, my dad would take the, you know, the laughter and would just, uh, you know, my dad would be a tremendous comedian. And a lot of people say, you take you, you have the same shtick as your dad. And I said, that's fantastic. I love that compliment because that's the way my dad was. He always had this tremendous yeah. mm. drive and tremendous twinkle in his eye, a smile, you know, and that's what I, that's what I always loved about him. And he always loved to play on words and he loved to have fun. And, and I remember when my dad would go into a sporting goods business and sometimes I would go along with him and I would see that the, the clients, if they weren't busy serving customers, they would come right over. They, all of them would come right over and say, hi, Sammy, how are you? Everything was on a first name basis. He would, they would say, Sammy, how you doing? And dad would kibitz around and start with some, you know, some of the jokes, some a little bit cleaner than others. Let's put it that way. But he always had that same, you know, he would always have that same joie de vivre. Like he loved, he loved, he would do that to us too. He would do that, you know, after you and I started growing up and we were at a certain age, he felt comfortable in doing it, that he would do this. Yeah. And he would sometimes swear whatever, but he would do it in a good, in a, not in terms of being vulgar, vulgar, but in terms of, you know, like the old boys club type of thing. You know, it was a really great, yeah. It was just an amazing, he was just an amazing man. Still, I miss him so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I remember once uh, we washed your mother's car on the driveway. And then after I finished, your father takes one look. He said, hey, you know, boys, the car doesn't stop at the wheels. Because <laughs> we didn't wash, yeah. we didn't wash the wheels and the, the rims. You know, like the rims, like the white walls and the and the hubcaps. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My father used to have a very popular expression, but not not to us. But he would say, the people that he didn't like, or if they, if people would do really silly things, he would say, the thing between your shoulders is not a hat rack. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what he would. That's what yeah. he would. He yeah. would never say this to us because that would be kind of a little bit insulting. But he would say, like, let's say to the people, like, let's say somebody forgets something or whatever, or let's say we we go to a restaurant and, you know, my father's waiting to be served and we already know what we want to like. We always we know what we want to have. And my father would said, what is taking these guys so long? Uh, what's between the shoulders is not a hat track. All you need to come is take get your order, mm-hmm. get our order mm-hmm. and then go and, you know, so he would do things like that, but he wouldn't do it to us but he would do it towards like a third party like you know would say you know what's between that is not a hat and he would always do expressions like that yeah yeah you told me i remember you and told that's me what i loved him he, he would go to new york on business and yeah. uh coming back it was such a joke coming back to canadian customs and you know, like they say uh you know, where'd you go? It was New York. How long did you go for? And, you know, what's your profession or what do you do for a living? Um, you know, you say uh, you just make up something like a real estate. 
<laughs> that's what you have in the glare. No, I left the building in New York. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He, he was the he was the type of person. I guess I got a bit of ishtick from him one time. We're going to New York, and I always love to 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 kibitz around with my dad also as much as he liked to kibitz around with me. So the speed the speed limit was like let's say um, you know let's say 55. So I would say go 60, go 65, go 70, whatever, and he would go a little faster. So anyway, the, the he gets caught by the police. The police pulls him over, and he says, "You know how he he says uh, what's the problem, officer? He's trying to be innocent here, my dad." So he says, "You realize the officer would say to him, do you realize how, f- how fast you were going?'" And he said, uh, "I don't know. Beats me. How fast was I going?" So the so the police would say, "You know, you're going this." And I said, "Dad, I told you not to go so fast. I told you not to go so fast." And my father looks at me. And I thought he was absolutely going to bury me yeah. that day. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was going to bury me. Yeah. And my dad would do a lot of things like slapstick comedy, like things you would, you wouldn't necessarily do yourself, but he would do it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he was the type of person that he would get mad, but then he would wind up laughing because everybody would wind up laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, So that's what he that's what he would always do. But my dad my dad would my dad would get angry and he stayed serious. Like uh, basically, like I would you know batten down the hatches, go to my room and stay there, and wait for him to. But sometimes we would laugh so hard that he would wind up laughing even if he was originally angry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I remember. I often I often remember him like. His smile, and then he kind of like raises his eyebrows up and down, like you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no way. It, yeah, uh, it's called sign language when it comes uh, to my parents. You uh, see, because my mom is more of the serious type, where my dad was more uh, the kibitzer. But my dad, like I said, had a temper. But uh, my mother was doesn't have the same sense of humor. She's got a she's got a bit of a sense of humor. My dad could be extremely sarcastic. Yeah. So my and that's how I take I I'm a, a splitting image of him in terms of my personality more than I am with my mother. Yeah. So I have my the ma- mannerisms that I have with my dad and people say this all the time within my own family, and they'll say you're exactly like your dad. You have the same shtick as your dad. You got the same sense of humor as your dad. Yeah. So I said, okay, fine, thank you very very much, and I and I even have a, a bit of a temperament like my dad. My mother was more of the type, and this is the difference between my my father and my mother. My mother was the type of person that she wouldn't necessarily yell yell at me. My dad would, but my mother wouldn't. My mother would give me this look that this was a look that was like I've never seen this in my life from anybody that would ever do this to, to anybody. She would give you this look, and you feel like you want to crawl underneath a bed. Yeah. And you want to stay there for the rest of your life. Mm. My dad would say Sheldon, or would get mad. I would batten down the hatches, and about 10, 15 minutes later, he forgot what it what it was all about. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like that. But my mother could hold a grudge. My mother was my mother at that time could hold a grudge like there was nobody else. My father used to hold a grudge, but my mother was even more so. Yeah. Like my my mother would pretty much be a very straight uh, laced personality, brilliant, brilliant woman, 
lovely, lovely woman, loved by everybody, loved mm. by people, love her. She's yeah. Uh, she's at a remarkable health and everything. Yeah. And my dad was my dad was the jokester. My dad was the kibitzer. Yeah. 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 You know, my dad would be the one that would go up and no matter if it was you, myself, my my sister, my brother, anybody, and and he would be this kind of a jokester, kibitzer. You know. And again, like your parents would do, would say Yiddish for you not knowing. Uh, what they were talking about the same thing with my dad and my yeah. sister-in-law and my mother would speak abyssal Yiddish and I wouldn't be able to understand uh, what's going on and then but then when my dad would speak to me sometimes he put a little bit of Yiddish but do it in a clowning way like to just to make me laugh because some of the Yiddish expressions are like it's golden it's uh, you, you know that there's no language like that that has the kind yeah. of personality in itself that Yiddish has. Yeah. Yeah. And my yeah. dad had it to a science. Yeah. My dad had it to a science. My sister-in-law too, but my dad was like, would really take a situation and would absolutely make us all laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we wouldn't know what the Yiddish expression is, but uh -huh. just the way he would come out and his expression, his facial expression, his hands and everything, his movements. And he would make every, we would be crying yeah. and we wouldn't even know what he's saying. Yeah. 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 A lot of Jewish comedians, um, um, well, back uh, many, many years ago, you know, they were, they were, they were you know, their material was, uh, you know, they'd be talking in English, but then they say the, the punchline in Yiddish, and you yeah. wouldn't understand. You wouldn't get it because you wouldn't understand. You know, Jackie Mason used to be like that, and even I think Marty Allen, the late Marty Allen. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, I'll tell you this story. I I might have told you this. I may not have uh, told you this, but if I didn't, this was a story. One time I went to New York. Now my parents used to take me to New York because my birthday was always around Victoria Day weekend. So we go to a place in New York City in Manhattan called Danny's Hideaway. I don't even know if it's in existence anymore. So we're sitting down. It's my parents and myself. I don't know if my brother or sister were with me at the time, or at least maybe my sister was. I don't know. And I looked at my dad, and I do have a tremendous uh, memory, like in terms of recognizing people. Mm. And I would take a look, and I would go to my parents, and my and my parent and I remember seeing my dad's face when I pulled this stunt because my dad I, I think that was absolutely it was it was a, a, a photographer's dream when I saw my dad's expression but I but I said to my parents we're, we're eating we're minding our own business and we're talking and everything like that and I said to my parents I said mom and dad I swear I think it looks like Marty Allen sitting three or four tables away from us and Marty Allen at the time I don't know if you, you would remember him or not was a very big comedian back at the uh, yeah. back in that uh, yeah, that time yeah. from yeah. new york city born and brought up in new york big big comedian so i said to my parents i'd like to go and get the, get his autograph and my dad says are you crazy and i said are you absolutely are you not because he basically said are you nuts son i said dad i'm sure so I, my dad says you want to uh, uh, okay so i go and, and get the autograph and i see my mother my father looking at my mother going this guy's out for lunch like meaning me like he he was saying what are the chances yeah. of me knowing somebody by face in a city like new york which i do not live 
what's the chances of me picking them? And sure enough, it was Marty Allen. I got his autograph. Yeah, yeah. I go back to the table. My father gives me this facial expression that I'm telling you, if you would have seen it, you would have cried. <laughs> you would have absolutely cried because I, I'm, I don't know how I pulled this off. I don't even know if I, how I even had the courage to go up and there's nothing like trying to go up to somebody thinking that it's a certain person and you're totally wrong. <laughs> and I went up like there was nobody's business. I went up to him and I said, um, Mr. Allen, I called him Mr. Allen. He says, yes, very, very nice. He, I said, can I get your autograph, please? And he gave me his autograph. I went back right back to the table. He said, enjoy my meal. I said the same to you, Mr. Allen. And I walked back to him and my parents were like, they couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember your father would say a lot, are you for real? Are you for real? That's what he, that's what he said. He said, are you for real? Like he says, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but so I mean, that, but my dad had those kind of expressions and that he was always, you know, if he wasn't in the sporting goods business, I would say, you know what, dad, you should go to comedy. Yeah. And I think he would have been, he would have been really good. And my sister used to say that he looked a bit like Joey Bishop. Also, big famous comedian that you and I, yeah, he did. Have you and I know to him, I think, and you know, I think he was a cross between Joey Bishop and Don Rickles. <laughs> yeah, a little bit like Don Rickles. Well, he had he had that. He also had that really sarcastic. Yeah. Like if he, yeah. you know, he he could have a way to be mad and very sarcastic too. But he could also be sarcastic and very humorous. Yeah. Like, if you know him, you would know how to read him. If you didn't know, you wouldn't be sure how to read him. But the thing is, he couldn't keep a straight face necessarily unless he was really upset with you. Mm, yeah. But if he was trying to joke around, he couldn't because I would look at him and then he would start breaking out and laughing. Yeah. Yeah. So that he was a, just an extraordinary guy, but just the closeness that... And look, even look, even your late parents, your late parents were always like, I always, I loved them. They were really nice. They treated me very well. And it was almost like we were one big, huge family. Yeah. Yeah. Like really one big, huge, huge family. And just the, the trust that we went away three times together and the, across the United States canada and then we went to florida for the christmas holidays and yeah. just the you know the the yeah. parents trusted each other because you know it's going you know we were going out you know on our own even though we were going to be together but on our own other than camp because camp we all knew we were going to come back everybody knew each other from yeah. camp we were going on a trip where we knew maybe one or two people but the rest we didn't know yeah. you know we were going to another country two other couple of other countries were mexico and the bahamas besides the united states yeah. And we really didn't know. And then when we went away to the Christmas holidays, we were really by ourselves. Yeah. Like we weren't with anybody. Yeah. We went on a plane by ourselves. We were young. We went, you know, and, but we took yeah. everything in and we had an absolutely wonderful time. And just the, it, it just showed that the bonds between the parents as well as us just was really incredible. And that's what I loved. And I got the personality a lot from my dad. And I would have to say I got the wisdom from my mother, but I got the shtick from my dad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time, one time, very rarely did would I ever see my dad really sad and cried. Like, I mean, to the point of seeing tears down my eyes. And I have to share this story with you because it showed a real human side of my dad also. 
When I, lo- when I got let go from the radio station after working there for almost 25 years, mm-hmm. and I remember mm-hmm. going yeah. to, my, to my parents' house, and I said to my, I called my mother up that day, and I think my dad was working, and I said, Mom, could I come down? And, and she says, yeah, of course, you never need an invitation to come down come down to our place and I and I I think I came it was because uh, I got let go on Thursday September 26 back in 2013 yeah so I think I came down on Friday yeah. and I came down on Friday and I my dad was home he came home early uh, and he, he came home early because he had a, an early day so he came home around four I was invited for dinner and I said could I talk to you guys so my father comes in and my father sees that I'm very, very serious. And my dad says, what's wrong? And I saw that my father really picked up that something was really bothering me and my mother too. And I said, uh, I don't know how to, how to say this. And my dad says, well, what is it? What's wrong? Is, is, are you okay? Is your health okay? Like I was wondering, I said, I, I lost my, I lost my job. And, um, they you know and they said you know that they were letting people go and it was a new takeover and i remember my dad my dad would never very rarely would he never have any you know wouldn't hesitate at all i remember seeing my mother was also uh, you know was really uh, shaken up by, but my dad almost had tears coming down his eyes yeah yeah like he was really so sad and i never saw that I never saw that picture other than the fact when he lost his parents. Yeah. But other than that, very rarely did my dad ever show that kind of emotion. Yeah. And it showed like a real human side of, and I remember he was so, he did not know what to do. Like he, he felt so helpless and he felt so bad. And I, he was angry, not at me, but he was angry at the powers that be that what happened. He says, oh, you used to go in, you were used to yeah. work used to work your tuchas off as he would call it and he would you, you'd work your butt off and he and i remember that was a really human thing of this side of my dad and that's something that i'll always remember yeah 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 and then i remember when my dad was sick in the hospital mm-hmm. um i was going to uh work for the uh for the elections uh, there was an election at that uh, at that point and I was going to work for the elections, and I remember I was going in for training at the uh, at the school board. They were having it at the headquarters of the school board, and I was going to be called in. Like I was, I registered and everything, and I was going to be called in uh, to give my name and to be trained. And that was when when my dad fell ill. Uh, he was because uh, the because the uh, election was in uh, I think it was around October November. Um, it, October. That's right. And then my dad was very sick. My dad started getting very sick, and eventually he succumbed to, uh, you know, he passed away. And uh, but I remember when I um, when I said to my mother, I said I can't go for this training because I, I'm just not going to have, I'm not going to be able to concentrate yeah. on what's going on. And I'm not, so um, so I went down to my dad at the hospital, and my dad says you have to do it. You you got to do it. And he said to me, look son i'm not gonna come home but you you gotta you gotta you gotta like carry on with your life and i couldn't i couldn't do it i really couldn't do it uh but but my dad wanted my dad was the type of person he would put everybody ahead of himself he was not the type of person that when he was in pain or anything like that 
He didn't want to let anybody know anything. He didn't want to let anybody know when he, if he was really, really sad. Very rarely would he display that type of emotion. He was the type of emotion that he would display. He would display that would be laughter, comedy, a real kibitzer. That's how the best I can describe my dad. A real kibitzer, but a very warm, always a twinkle in his eye. I remember that twinkle, and I remember the last time I saw him was、um, at the、um, um, Royal Victoria Hospital, where I, I went for blood tests, and uh, and then uh, I was going somewhere else for some other tests. I don't remember, and I happened to like bump in, sort of bump into your parents where they were, and.、Um, I guess your your father was going in for a checkup or something, or some some medical appointment, and、um, yeah, so that very happy to see me warm, you know, you know,、uh, very warm, happy to see, and, that, and the twinkle, the smile, and that、um, that twinkle in his eye was that's priceless, like that that's so priceless. No, you... Well, that's what I loved about him. He had that、uh, because he made people feel warm.、Yeah. Because he always loved to. He was a big sports fan.、Yeah. Um, he loved. He loved his hockey. He loved football, baseball. He loved all practically all the sports. Yeah. And my dad always loved to when he would come home from a day's work. He would always love love to have a, a glass of scotch,、yeah. like to unwind and everything like that. Always would love. But he would only have one glass. Like he, you know, he was not an alcoholic. That's for sure not. But he would always like to have that glass of scotch. Just you know, some people they smoke a pipe when they get home. No, my dad liked to have a. So I remember one time, he comes home, and I remember I remember this so well. And I said,、uh, I said, Dad, can I pour you a glass? Can I pour you a scotch? And that, my dad says, Sure. So I so I put. So I put, but I didn't know how much scotch to pour in the glass. Yeah. So I put a, so I put like you know scotch on the rocks, and I would pour, you know, a full glass of scotch, and I mean a full glass, like max to the brim.、Yeah. So my dad would look at me, goes, "Son, are you for real? Shell, are you for real? Seriously, are you for real?" I said, "Why? Isn't that what you want?" He says, "You're making me a gushfall in the drink." <laughs> Uh, he would be, you know, like a, like a, you know, like I would, like I would、uh, get him plastered with a drink like that, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I would, and I would always like, and 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 that would be the running joke every time I pour him a scotch or something. He says, "That、uh, shell, could you pour me a glass of scotch, please?" And I said, "Sure." Well, he says, "Not a good shell in the drink." So, I, but I, I poured it anyway. So my dad looks at me and he has. Big smile. He says, "I、oh, shall. You're pouring me a gush. Swallowing a drink again. Oh, it's got to be okay. All right, here goes. Lachaim and Angus Angusent. You should be a mensch. That would be the that'd be the running joke. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would do I would do stuff like that. But it was really.、Um, but I had that kind of personality, similar to what my dad had. Yeah. yeah. So it was really very enjoyable. It was a wonderful,、uh, a really wonderful experience. Yeah, 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 yeah.、Um, he was, yeah, and、um, all the times in the country, you know. And he would ask me after.、Uh, so, did you have a good time? How'd you like it? And, 
you have a good time? Jordan says, yeah, sure. He goes, and your dad would say, like, yeah, boy, you know, that type of expression, you know, that type of thing. And, uh, <clears throat> well, he, that's the, that's the way my dad was. If, if my dad really liked yeah. you, uh, you know, like, like I said, he was one, he was very, he was very sociable. If he liked somebody and he, and he was familiar with somebody, or if he was doing business to try to get that type of business, but that to make a field person very, uh, really special and make him feel really well known. But let's say for a person, you know, let, let's say you, because he's not, you know, he knew that I've known you, you're the longest person I've known outside my family. So my dad would always feel very comfortable, but at the same, my, but my, my, again, my parents, my dad was very sociable, but yet he was very private. If he, if he wanted to keep you at arm's length, he would. And yeah, yeah. having somebody at the country house was like his inner, you know, it was like the fortress of solitude, as I would call Marvel yeah, yeah. comics, like Superman would be the fortress. It would be this certain special private yeah, place. Yeah that only the special people. So you were, you know, you were, you know, you're like a brother as I still call you today, but my dad considered you almost like another son, another a part of the yeah. family. And look, you, you've been, you've been, you've been up the most times in the country house of any of my friends by a country mile. Yeah. Nobody has yeah. come close to the amount of visits that you, and I'm sure, I don't even know how many times you were. I can't, I even lost count because you were there for at least a dozen times, if not more. Yeah. You were there a lot, and um, and the thing was, uh, look, I remember you would even come over for sleepovers when we, when we were in the tent, you know, we were in where where I used to live. So you would come over for sleepovers. My parents would have you for a sleepover. Yeah. So like it was very, and even even in the in the city yeah. house yeah. for for a person to come down. Yeah. Yeah. My parents were very strict, uh, and a lot of people they would not allow to come to the yeah. country. I remember you go with their. But, um, you know, your brother and sister, uh, Jerry and Karen and Donna, and you know, there's, oh, Cheevers, oh, Cheevers is coming, oh, good, you know, like that, uh, always um, very uh, happy and uh, and willing to oh, bring yeah. me along. And uh, I was, uh, well, he was the type of person, if he didn't want you to come along, you would not be along. It's the same thing. And I could, I could stand on my yeah. head and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, but I, I, but I remember like it was very, it was a very special place. You're a very special person to my parents along with, uh, with me yeah. as well. And the thing was, it, there's very few people I know that had the friendship for as long as you and I have had this tremendous bonding friendship. And it was something both your parents and my parents and my, my, my sister and brother, like people in my family always knew, knew of you and everything. And look, even sometimes you'd come over for a barbecue. My dad would make a barbecue. You want to come over for yeah, supper. Yeah. And it was, it was like, it was an amazing, it was, it was terrific. It was really, it was really an amazing, amazing, amazing thing. And it was, uh, just also to, to do the traveling and and my parents were to let us go and have a great time and we would come back and we would uh, reminisce on uh, regale some of the tremendous times that we had on the different trips yeah, yeah. and he, my dad was really happy your parents were really happy and we had this tremendous trust everybody trusted each other and it it, it was 
you know, we, we were very fortunate, both yeah. of us, mm. to be able to have that trust and have this tremendous relationship. Mm. And and for my dad to really embrace, my parents to really embrace you as part of the family, and to take you and to to take you up with us to the country house, mm. and to really uh, have a tremendous, you know, tremendous time, a real great uh, kibitzer my dad was, and uh, and he was look when you laughed, he laughed. Yeah. Because he loved, he loved making us yeah. laugh. He loved being, you know, like joking around, and you know, he obviously felt very comfortable mm. and everything. And you know, he was, he was very. Uh, you were like a son yeah. to him. Yeah. Yeah, I remember he loved softball. I remember even, even like a camp. He coached the um, the uh, Hiawatha Braves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the counselors, uh, or I think it was counselors of the Hiawatha Braves. Was, I don't um, remember. I remember on a visiting day once when when all the parents yeah. came up, he he coached the uh, yeah. the counselors uh, team. It was counselors. It was counselors yeah. against the the seniors, the campers, and he he, he coached them. Yeah. So, uh, and he was always what, what was really remarkable about him is was he always wanted to be one of the guys with uh, with us and with uh, um, Jerry and his friends and our friends. And I remember one time uh, where we we played baseball in the Van Horn Park. And your father yeah. came along, and it was Jerry and his friends playing. And yeah, um, we, yeah we were. We used to have the game every yeah. Sunday morning at Van Horn. I remember Park. Sandy and, and Sandy. You and I. Sandy, you were, Sandy was a very good uh, baseball player. He was yep, there at that time. He yep. played with us, and uh, you know, expression of uh, that is expression. You know, oh, he's a ringer. <laughs> you know, like a good player. He was. Oh, he's a ringer, <laughs> and he was always. Well, the thing was, my dad had a. <laughs> my dad was. Uh, my dad went to Hiawatha as yeah. a camper, and when the camp first opened up, he was one of the first campers yeah. to be there. And then my brother went to Camp Hiawatha. My sister went to Camp Hiawatha. I went to Camp Hiawatha. My cousins went to Camp Hiawatha. One on my dad's side, and one on, and uh, two of them on my Johnny mom's Freeman side. And Michael Rubin. Yeah. yeah, 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 and yeah, Johnny Friedman, Michael Rubin. There was also uh, my cousins Kenny and Jeffrey Corbin, Korber. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah, the Korbers, the Korbers went up. So we had the such the first of all when I went to camp too. I went to camp when I was six years of age. So I went to camp, and I believe in 1966. Uh, 66 or 67, I forget what year. Uh, so I went to camp and I was really, um, I was very, very nervous. Obviously, I was really homesick. And my, and uh, the person that was in charge of the camp, Bernie Jacobson, really, they, they he came down to the house where I used to live in Hampstead, and he really reassured, um, reassured my parents. He says, "Look, don't worry." Besides all the family, there's a lot of people in the family that are going to be up. We'll make sure he's really watched, and make sure you know. Like in the first few years, I didn't want to go to yeah, camp. Yeah. And then I had, uh, then you know, you and I started getting to know each other, and and we weren't bunkmates necessarily right away, 
because what happened was you went to the inter you went to the intermediate and I was in the junior yeah, and you were in the youngest bunk, afterwards you were in the I went bunk and I wanted to you know I thought they were too young and I, I got them to to bump me up to the older bunk with uh, the kids in my yeah. grade so uh, yeah and then I wound up going into the seniors yeah. so, I, w I went to the seniors I I did I skipped from junior right to senior yeah. and you and I were at the same age anyway we were we were on the same age and we were in the row well the first, uh, the first we were with was, oh the Indian the bucks yeah yeah that's right Indian yeah the Indian bucks in, uh, in 1972 yeah, yeah yeah so we were with uh we were with Gary Alexander we were with Steve Kleiman yeah. Jeff Quitco ourselves oh, uh so it was yeah so we were we were in that yeah so we were in that then we were in tent yeah. row and um it was uh, just an amazing you know and then after as i was starting to get more older and getting used to camp i enjoyed it i started making friends i started enjoying it and the you know i was looked after really well bernie would look bernie would look after me uh his 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 wife beatrice would look after me and uh like i was really looked after plus the family there was a lot of family that i had that was at the camps i was really well looked after so there was no my parents didn't have to worry and then what my parents would do is after they would pick me up when i would finish camp they would pick me up and then take me to the country house because we usually had a couple of weeks yeah. before we would start school we would stay there up to labor day weekend and then we would come back on mm -hmm. that monday and then get ready to go to school on tuesday or we come back the sunday like you know to a night or so before and come back and everything but you know and the time was, I remember when, uh, before we met in the city, um, I, uh, you know, I was not even sure when I'd see you next. Cause I said, I guess I'll see, uh, see Jeff in camp next year. And then one year I just happened to be playing baseball. I don't even know how I wound up in that area. I don't even remember. I don't even remember the yeah. story, but I know I was, I was just down just, uh, I think you were able to see me from your house even or something. And then one other time I remember taking a bicycle and I was going from where I used to live towards a path to lead to lead into Hampstead Park. And as I, I was I was going on my bicycle, I saw you coming on Finchley. Uh -huh. And that I remember that too. And then anyway, we started getting very close and they exchanged phone numbers in the city. I didn't even I didn't even know at one point where you even lived. Like never mind in Hampstead, but I didn't know where you lived yeah, at all. Yeah. And uh, just so happens when we saw, and then when I was at Gaten Park, the same thing, yeah. and it was really something. So we recaptured our relationship at camp, our, which we were very close in camp. And then we wound up going to the same school, although not the same grade, but we wound up going into the same school. And we just, our paths just crossed, and uh, it was just an amazing, it was amazing, amazing yeah. time. Yeah. 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 And your father loved, um, he loved baseball and he liked to watch a lot of golf on TV. And I were always yeah. coming yeah. and, uh, like a Sunday afternoon, he'd be watching the golf on TV. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He would watch the yeah the yeah. PGA or he yeah. would watch, and other times of the year he would watch football. 
big he was a big big NFL fan big big mm-hmm. NFL fan and sometimes my brother my father and I would 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 sit down in the den and we we would watch like back to back football games or we watch a baseball game and my dad too uh, would take me to hockey games would take me to uh, I remember one time he took me to um, a football game in Toronto the Grey Cup he took me to a a CFL playoff game in Ottawa and then he took me to a Grey Cup game in Toronto at the CNE Stadium it was freezing cold that day it was a game between the Edmonton Eskimos against the Montreal Alouettes and Edmonton beat Montreal 23 to 10 and uh and I remember it was yeah. so cold that day what my dad decided to do was he decided to take a flask and he decided to pour cognac in in a flask for him and a flask for me so I said dad what are you doing he says uh, don't worry it's going to come in handy so we go to the football game and it's like it's freaking cold it's really cold it's sunny yeah. but it's like minus 15 yeah. or minus 20 yeah. at game time and it was cold and i remember that uh, my dad said you remember remember what i was taking uh open up and take a little bit of a sip i take a little bit of a sip and it's cognac and he says believe you me in about 15 20 minutes you're going to feel like steam is uh, uh, coming out of your chest <laughs> And, and one thing my dad was always very, very good with. My dad was notorious in driving in any kind of weather, because my dad was doing this for a living, and he was a salesperson. So my dad drove in any kind of weather, and he would drive long, long distances. He always loved to drive. He always, always yeah. loved to drive. And sometimes he would go back and forth to Toronto, which is, you know, it's a six-hour drive here and back, and he would go there and back for the day, and. Uh, but I remember when we came back the next day from the Grey Cup in Toronto that went after that freezing cold day, the next day we were driving back. The weather was it was driving back in a blizzard. How my dad managed to get us back safely and you literally couldn't even see across the street mm. from where you are. Yeah, it was that yeah. bad. And how my dad got us back. And that was the thing with my dad. If my dad was determined to do something, my dad did it. Yeah. That's the that's the type of person he was. My dad yeah. would do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, same thing like my like uh, my father too liked to drive a lot. He, on Sunday, he takes out for Sunday drives. Sunday um, <clears throat> on a Sunday, one time I went uh, Judy, my sister, um, to uh, took a drive, and we weren't sure if we were, we packed the suitcase just in case. We, we decided that we we're going to stay for the night and put it in the trunk. And we drove up to Quebec City to so all the only thing I remember is some shopping center, and then uh, we drove back. So, which I think um, I remember that was the longest drive uh, that we ever talked about. He'd take us out on drives like far to um, Shamadi to had relatives in Shamadi to visit and to uh, one of his uh, offices he had a headquarters in Anjou so we take a drive way out there and uh, bring us and uh, um, you know and, and one time he took me and Mal 
was I was 1964 when I was so, so you know, I'm only five years old. I didn't even understand what football was. And took me to the game. We're standing, sitting way up mm. at the Montreal, Montreal Autostat, way up in the stands. Oh you know, my God! And it was televised. You know, we're looking for the camera to wave, and and uh, I didn't know what was going on. There was some some guy who was drunk, way 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 up in the nosebleeds, throwing peanuts down at everybody. Oh boy! And oh, twirling boy. <laughs> some nonsensical. Uh, Cheering and he, drunk out of his mind, shouting out some nonsensible uh, um, profanities. Um, nonsense. I don't know. I mean, no. Well, the, the quarterback was doing audibles and he was going and like all this nonsense. And I was looking down. I was like, "What are they doing?" It's like it we're so high up in the stands that players look small. That's how high up. <laughs> wow. You were kissing yeah. the Lord, in yeah. other words. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Well, that's you know that's the thing. My dad just loved to connect with so many um, with so many people all the time, and uh, he was really a, a gentle man with a wonderful, a sweet, sweet man, a very nice, very nice person. Sometimes his bark was louder than his bite. Uh, but he was, you know, he was always, um, you know, if he really liked you, he'd give 110%. Oh, yeah. uh, he was always, he was always for the underdog. You know, he uh, he always believed in his principles, and he always, uh, you know, he was really a tremendous. Uh, he was just a tremendous backbone to the family. There's a lot of things that if it wasn't for him. I really wouldn't know where I would be now because he gave me a lot of backbone, backbone in so many things. He also taught me how to laugh, like to taught me, you know, you could be angry, but you could turn it around to be a sense of humor. And I think that that's really, that's something I would say to my kids these days, and I would say to a lot of my friends. But I think you passed it on. I see with Norman, you you passed it down to Norman because Norman. I did. Like yeah. Josh, too, to a certain point, but Josh is my son, Josh, because I have two sons. So Norman, being my oldest son, as you know, uh, yeah, he would get, he would, he would be. As a matter of fact, he's interested in doing some comedy stand-up, as I yeah. told you off air, uh, that he's interested in doing some comedy stand-up. And Josh, uh, Josh is more, Josh is more serious. Well, he's married. Norman is not. And but Josh also has a uh, has a sense of humor. But Norman is more of the kibitzer type. Josh is more of the sarcastic type. So, but I think they they both and and people will say both kids have taken uh, off you know from me, and I took a lot yeah. off my dad. Uh, so th- so that's the thing. Like, and my sister's a lot like my dad as well. Uh, my sister also yeah. has some shtick. My brothers got some shtick also, and I got some shtick. So that's on that side of the, yeah. you know, on that side of the family, you know, that's where that's where we really got it from. So the personality, in terms of the the comic, the comic, the jokester, the kibitzer, was from my dad's side of the family. My dad actually, the seriousness, the wisdom, the uh, intuition, that was on my mother's side. So I have stuff from yeah, my mother yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know so that's uh, but that's basically really a num um you know in a nutshell of exactly the type of person my dad was the funny type he was a, he could be serious he could be funny when it would come time for work you know uh, he was an extremely hard working person but it would time to socialize the kibitzing the jokes the joke everything uh to make the people close to him feel very inclusive as part of the family my dad was a very genuine person yeah and i'm glad you know in closing before you know before i close out tonight one thing i i have to say you know what that's why if he if he was joking the way he was towards you then that's that's the ultimate compliment because for him to go out of his way to joke around to you know let's say if we were playing hockey or we were doing something and he would come in and he would joke around whatever and invite it invite you up to the country house and your and your father to invite me over to the country house you could see the closeness that we all shared between our yeah. respective parents and yeah. between each other and i think that's something you know we walk away with and that's something that will always that will always stick to my heart and that will all those are fantastic so, memories I mean, that will was, never and he was able to to be him himself not holding anything back at all and uh, you know um and that's uh you know, i remember i remember that you know he he uh it was just um brought something really um like treasurable you know mm-hmm. into uh, all everything we did so yeah i remember that about him yeah. yeah well he cared you know he cared that you and i had yeah. a good time that's why yeah. he would ask like you said he would ask you did you have a good time did you enjoy yourself if he really didn't care for it well number one you wouldn't have been invited right. and number two he wouldn't have asked because he wouldn't have cared because if he if he likes somebody he wants them to be happy he wants them to have a good time he wants to see that he made a difference and you know if he didn't like somebody that way he won't give them the time or the day because that's exactly the way my dad was but if my father really genuinely liked you it's the same thing same thing with your dad towards yeah. me if he you know that's the type of person he was also that I could recount that your dad too your 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 parents too if they didn't like me or didn't want me to come yeah. over you know like your your parents too were very private people you know your parents wouldn't want that me to come up to the country house or you know to me to me let's see being invited for dinner or you know coming over to the house because yeah. that's you know so I, I, my father and your father were very similar in personalities to the point that you know if they didn't want to give you the time and day they wouldn't yeah. yeah yeah so there was there was a lot of there was a lot of similarities between our two respective parents you're you know i know your dad sometimes would have that twinkle in his eye and would would joke around a bit but your dad was a little bit more subtle yeah. but that's yeah. fine yeah. and um but he always had a genuine interest in what i was doing and the type of person you know that he they would always say hello they would always say you know good afternoon yeah. good evening whatever uh that's the way they were there were times i would yeah, sleep over at your place uh, my friends who were like more unassuming more like not not too 
like trying too hard to to impress them, but just you know, say hello, how are you, and talk for a minute, and then okay, you know, and then all right, not、yeah. too, you know, not so overwhelming, not not to be, they didn't, they were turned off by people who were like too forward, too like trying too hard, you know. And、uh, just more, more like quiet, more quiet and reserved.、Uh, I'm assuming was. Yeah, it's more like to 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 say, you know,、yeah. hi, how are you, and just the just the no, like just to notice them if they say hi and and to thank them for inviting me over yeah. or, yeah. you know, just like that. And then you and I would go down and play a game of pool, or we'd go upstairs and watch television, or whatever the case might be, or listen to some music. And as long as we had a good time, they were happy. You know, we were obviously not in. You know, we kept to、yeah. ourselves, so we were not in、uh, any pr- problems, whatever. And、uh, you know, it's the same thing with my parents too. They knew who I was with. Your parents knew who who you were with. And you know, there was. That's why I was said there was this tremendous trust and bond between yeah, all of、yeah. us. And that's why everything just. Went so well, and like I said, you were the first. You were the first of my friends that went up to the country house, and you were, and obviously, no other friend that I do excessive traveling like I did with you. There was one other person I went to、uh, Columbus, Ohio, to help move my my brother back,、um, to move、yeah. my brother back from Columbus. But、uh, when it came to anything else,、um, when I moved back from Ottawa to Montreal,、yeah. you were there. You came back to help me move.、Uh, when I went from, you know, again, when we went across the states, across Canada into Florida, it was you.、Yeah. It wasn't anybody yeah. else. Yeah.、Um, you know, and that's,、uh, and you know, it was that was that bond because my parents said, "Look, we had a great time. There was never a problem between us. We never even so much as hardly had any arguments between us." We had this relationship like laissez-faire. We always accepted each other、yeah. in every way,、yeah. shape, or form, and、uh, we always we had the and we our parents saw this. Your parents、yeah. saw this of me, and my parents saw this of you, and that it, it had this tremendous relationship. That this is why it was very easy for my dad to just open up because one thing he was always parents are always protective yeah. of their yeah. kids. Uh, regardless if it's their daughter or son, and if obviously there were some people who I thought were my friends that backstabbed, and my father says they're never allowed to come to the come to our house. Never mind, they never went to the country house, but they never came even、right. into, into、yeah. the city house. And he would say, "You're not to see them, whatever." Yeah. But yeah. you was never seeing you.、Uh, you know, I would say I'm going to the park to see Jeff, or I'm going、yeah. to Jeff's、yeah. house, or you know, we're go- we're going to Donut King, which used to be our our hangout. So my parents would say, yeah, "Have a great yeah, time." Like they yeah, never would yeah, question it.、Yeah. Never. They would never question it because that's that was the type of the camaraderie and the respect and the trust that that both parents had of each other. There was never a question. Oh, you're going with him. He's he's going to be in drugs. He's going to be in alcohol. You're going to run,、uh, you know, be with the wrong people. And that was、yeah. never the case with yeah. us. Yeah. We were always with、yeah. the right people. And we demonstrated it time in and time out, and that's what our parents really loved about us—the、uh, respect the parents loved about one another—and it was, it was great. And that's what my dad always trusted that, and that's why you were always welcome to come, yeah, come、right. to the house. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was, but it was really fun talking so, about this to yeah. you. And I, um, so, yeah. So that's it. And, um, I, uh, I should mention, um, Sheldon's, uh, host of mixed vibes, um, radio.com with his uh, host of the show inside yeah. the vault it's uh playing. yeah every wednesday yeah. evening from 8 to 10 Featuring p.m so please uh, tune in www.mixpodradio.com rock music yep. classic and classic rock hits as well yeah classic progressive aor rock with some oldies shown in for good measure yeah absolutely yeah. and uh and also also on uh, and it's uh, also on on Howard Silberger show www.truetalkradio www.truetalkradio.com <laughs> yep, and I also do uh yeah and also uh during the summer unfortunately th- not this summer because uh the Just for Laughs festival is at least preempted if not canceled outright but I usually do entertainment reports and I go to the festivals and I go to the shows and I submit uh, reports on uh, truetalkradio.com as well. So it was a lot of, that was a lot of fun as well. And uh, yeah, well, thank you very much for the plug, yeah. my friend. I really appreciate it. Okay. All right. So uh, that's great. And uh, thank you for coming on. And uh... it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. And, uh, like I always did say publicly, you're my brother, love you, and uh, you're an amazing person, and uh, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's really wonderful to be yeah. on with you. Okay. All right. <laughs>